look for little small things. Mm. The problem with us is we're looking for grandioso things. We didn't hit our number of selling this many or doing this. Okay, what did we do? Well, we did this. Okay, acknowledge those small wins. Mm. It's when you start ignoring the small wins, you're going to be in trouble because small wins create big wins in the end. But if you do it the other way around, you're looking at just for the big win. You're disappointed. You see what I'm saying? It's a whole psyche. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I am really excited to share this interview with you guys today. I got to sit down with Ellen Letham, who is the co-founder of Orange Theory. I mean, she went from being fired at age 40 to co-finding one of fitness's most popular franchisees. She was a single mom working her dream job, and it all came to an end, and she had to figure out how to make ends meet. And she literally started training people in her home and then opened her first Pilates studio And just by talking to her clients and finding out what they really wanted, she ended up coming up with the Orange Theory. And fast forward to today, it is one of the biggest franchisees. They have over 1,450 franchisees across the world. And Ellen isn't stopping anytime soon. And I just love the fact that she's still is traveling and talking to all of these franchisee owners and making sure everybody is in still in line with her big vision and her beliefs and her values. And when a company grows to be this big, I mean, you would think that it would lose some of that, but Ellen's vision and her leadership and involvement remains top priority. And, you know, 11 years later, it's exactly the same. And so I think that's really incredibly inspiring. I hope that you love this interview as much as I do. And if you do, please screenshot it, share it, tag me, tag Orange Theory. We would love to hear what you thought. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to the show, Ellen. I am so thankful that you've taken the time out of your busy schedule to chat with me today. I read your story in the last issue of Strong, and wow, you are one inspirational woman. I am so excited to dive deep into your story today and how you were literally like fired at 40 years old from your dream job and now co-founding one of fitness's most popular franchisees with 1,450 studios across the world. Wow. Welcome. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So 
let's, let's just get into your story. Can you explain to our listeners how you first got into the fitness industry and how maybe it's changed over the years? Well, I literally celebrate my 48th year in the fitness industry this year that I have been teaching group fitness. So I've kind of seen everything from the Jane Fonda leg warmer days and have taught about everything you could teach on the group aerobic room floor, step, slide, um, spinning, Pilates. So um, I graduated with a degree in physical education and a master's in exercise physiology. My father was a phys ed teacher and a football coach. So it was kind of a... Uh, in my blood and in my family. Um, so yeah, it's just, I've been very fortunate to be working in a field that is truly been my purpose and my passion. Wow. I, and like, I love orange theory and I've, I've been a few times and I just like, how did this come about for you? Like, I know you were, um, you know, always into fitness, but how did the style of workout come about for you? Yeah. So I was in my early 40s and I was about doing everything that I, I mean, I felt like I had achieved, you know, great success in my industry. I managed a high end fitness spa in Miami Beach. I was doing fitness tips on Fox News. I was selling fitness equipment on QVC. I mean, if you name it, I was doing like all these wonderful things. And that particular job opened up all of those avenues to me. And one day I was called into my boss's office and basically told that they had to let me go. So all of that poof went away. In my early 40s, I'm a single parent of a nine-year-old son. So it was a very traumatic time for me mm -hmm. uh, at that time. Now that I look back, it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. But you're not thinking that when you're going through some turbulence. And um, I ended up um, at that time. So we're going, you know, way back in, you know, 2004, five. Pilates wasn't really heard of that much. And I started, uh, I purchased, I went and got a Pilates certification and I purchased uh, two Pilates reformers and I put them in a spare room in my house. And I literally started doing private Pilates sessions. So this is where I started my entrepreneurial endeavors in a spare room next to my nine-year-old son's <laughs> bedroom in my house. And I kept building off of that until about a year and a half later, because I got very busy in that house where some days from 6 a.m. in the morning to 9 p.m. at night, I had two women pulling in my driveway, two women pulling out of my driveway. I often jokingly say, I have no idea what the neighbors thought, what kind of business I had going on in there. But I <laughs> building this up and I opened up a small 1100 square foot Pilates studio. And then what happened was my members absolutely loved what I was doing in group equipment based. I love equipment in a workout, equipment based Pilates workouts, mm. except they were frustrated with there was no metabolic work, no fat burning. And they were telling me, listen, we're taking spinning classes. We're working with our personal trainer. We're jogging around the park and we're not getting the fat burn, the metabolic work that we really want. Alan, you're an exercise physiologist. Can you come up with another workout besides the Pilates that would do that? So then I decided, okay, I'm going to go find a space larger than 1,100 square foot. And I went and found a space three times the size of that space, three times the rent of that place. And I signed a lease. And I was certainly nervous at this time because, I mean, I didn't know. I knew on paper and I knew in my gut of the science of the workout I wanted to put together that it would work, but would people come? Would people like it? And I just took the risk, I took the chance. And 
I ended up opening up that studio and listen, we had to work out the kinks out of the gate like anything, but it had the bones. It had some good bones to it that started creating a really sticky fat burning workout for people that they liked, that they came back to, that they were getting results from. That is incredible. And I think it's, I think it's so awesome just to hear your story, how you just started from the ground up. Like you were actually talking to your clients and I feel like we're missing that in today's society. A lot of people just, you know, I'm from the online world, but I did I, I trained a lot of people on the floor. So I, I knew how to put a person through a workout, which I, which I think a lot of people sort of skip that, you know, they're not talking to their clients and you had that information. They basically asked you and you did it right. <laughs> well, it's really funny. You say that because I had a very, very successful man that uh, one time I was sitting at a meeting with, and he said, I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why you're very successful. Everyone else is sitting around a board table trying to figure out what's the next big thing in fitness, in technology, in this and that. And no one's really out there in the field, or at least maybe few are out there in the field Mm -hmm. and really listening to what people need and want out there. And if you feel the want and need, you may just end up creating the next big movement. I love that. That is such a great, great takeaway. Now you've always been consistent from day one. Like that's what I've seen through your story. You've, you, you know, you, you still taught classes up until the pandemic. Is that correct? Yep. And what is your advice to stay consistent within your business? Because as your business grows, you have a lot more responsibilities, meetings. How do you continue to show up in your business? Well, I often say that it isn't even good enough to show up anymore. You have to be a performer. You have to come Mm. to perform. And to create that kind of consistency, I think you need two things. And these are two things that if every child was taught these things right out of the gate, I'm going on my third grandchild right now. And I tell my son, these are two things that we must make sure that these children have, which is discipline and self-control. And those two things, if you have them right out of the gate, that you're going to kind of get through a lot of challenges that, you know, you're, you're ready to give up real easy because you weren't as disciplined or you don't have, you know, that self-control of go, you know what, I cannot do this right now and I'll do it a little later as opposed to, you know, how the world is today. And if you really look at those two things, and luckily I had an unbelievable mentor, my father, who is profoundly into discipline and self-control and taught that to his four children. And thank goodness, those skills were definitely helpful to me as I was going through the journey of fitness Listen, any career could be like a roller coaster. You're going to have those high moments and then you're coming down low. But if you've got discipline and self-control, you stay on the roller coaster. You don't get thrown off the roller coaster or you don't wait for the guy to stop it. I need to get off. Mm -hmm. I've not got off the roller coaster for 48 years because of those things. Wow. Like, Like almost like just expect the up and downs when you expect it you know how to handle it. What is your approach with like maybe plateaus within your business or your career? What do you do then? 
look for little small things. Mm. The problem with, again, us is we're looking for grandioso things. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, we, uh, I'll tell this in studios to our, you know, owners, our franchisees. Oh, we didn't hit our number of selling this many or doing this. Okay. What did we do? Well, we did this. Okay. Acknowledge those small wins. Mm. It's when you start ignoring the small wins, you're going to be in trouble because small wins create big wins in the end. But if you do it the other way around, you're looking at just for the big win, you're disappointed. You see what I'm saying? It's a whole psyche. Yeah. And then you're almost giving up when you're disappointed. You're not motivated to continue to do those small wins in order to get the the big win. Oh, I love that. Now, okay, so I have to ask you this. How does it feel being named the fastest growing woman-owned business in Forbes 2017? Well, look, it was incredible honor. It's, it's, you know, as women, and you can relate because I think, you know, only women can relate. Mm-hmm. It, it's challenging. You know, it's challenging out there. I do believe that we have to work harder out there to get acknowledged equally. It just is what it is. Have we come a long way, baby? Absolutely. Are my granddaughters going to be living in a different world? Absolutely. But what it is today is that, you know, you have to get out there. And this is what I'll tell, you know, women all the time. Feel like you're working harder than anyone else. You want to be Mm. successful as a woman in what you're doing? Sit at the end of the day and go, wow, I'm exhausted. I felt like I just worked so hard today. And that was what I sat in moment after moment. So to be acknowledged and recognized for all of those moments is just, you know, it's just beyond. And uh, hopefully it's something that other women, females, young women can take and go, why not me? Yeah. Be the hardest worker in the room. I must say that to myself a couple times in the day when my schedule gets crazy and my boys get sick. I mean, you could just continue to show up as you best as you can. To, you have mm-hmm. to keep pushing because it's just, again, it's, as you said, as a woman, you're, you know, you've got the children, you've got, it's just a different MO going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what were some of your biggest challenges of expanding and franchising the business? Well, of course, franchising is, you know, keeping the consistency, which we talked about of, you know, what your intent was. Mm -hmm. And with this workout, it was so important for me to have a workout that everyone in the room was successful. Teaching group fitness for the many decades that I taught, I was always frustrated that the women that tended to come into my aerobics class, my step classes, or the women who were coordinated, women who looked good in their exercise outfits. And then there was all the other women on the other side of the glass looking in, going, oh, I don't think I can follow that, or I don't look like the other women. Mm-hmm. And I really, again, observed what was going on. So when this workout was decided to franchise, I really wanted to make sure that we did appeal 
to the women on the other side of the glass. Mm. That it was a workout for everyone. So I created a walker category, a jogger category, a runner category. We've got different options so that, you know, if you can't do a push up, you do it from your knees or you do it on the yeah. bench or whatever, mm. and they're all okay. And so there were these things that were very important to me that we got across in the workout that the coaches would coach a very specific way that everyone mm. would be in this room at different levels from an athlete to a very deconditioned 70 year old and they're on the treadmill next to each other which happens in many of our classes and everyone could exit and go wow I just got a great workout and they no one felt less than so uh -huh. those types of things from day one in my brain was I've got to be able to duplicate that studio after studio so the challenge of that is to get your messaging consistently across to the franchisees, to the owners, which then in turn get to the members. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, this whole movement going on of people talking about this workout that all levels of people can do that, you you know, you come in and it's just about you, you're, on, you're in your heart rate monitoring system. So you're really monitoring just you and all of this stuff which excites me so much that we can have over 1400 studios open. And that really is occurring. That kind of consistency is occurring, you know, across the board. That was very challenging. And we had to keep, and we do to this day, keep drilling it and talking about who we are. I just flew in from D Dallas three days ago, talking to 34 studios. They yeah. are a small group in Dallas of 34. And just again, getting the messaging across. So they hear it from me. They hear us with the consistent message of who we are. So no one's confused. I love that. And I was just going to ask you, are you still going out and talking? Like, because I feel like that's, that is a huge, like that's a game changer. If they hear it directly from you. So yeah. you're doing that. You're actually going and traveling and, and talking to, you know, a bunch of franchisees at once just to make sure your vision is consistent Absolutely. and your beliefs and values are in line with the brand. No, stuff. It is very important. And they do mm -hmm. want to feel that, you know, even 12 years later into the business that I am still very engaged and very committed and uh, very excited and yeah, we just got back from Dallas. I was on a, a whole podcast with the California, Northern California group uh, wow. the day after that. So absolutely getting out there. We'll have our convention at the end of September in San Diego. We'll probably two to 3,000 people will be there. We'll be wow. turning that city orange. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. How similar is today's Orange Theory workout to what you created in Ellen's Ultimate Workout back in the 1990s? You know, the bones are the same. I wasn't doing heart rate monitoring at Ellen's. Mm -hmm. So that's something we used heart rate monitoring, but we didn't use a system. We used more of a perceived exertion system of how hard are you exerting. And so, you know, putting uh, the bones of what the workout was, endurance, strength, and power, base, push all out. All of that was created at Ellen's and still exists today. You know, uh, people will sometimes ask me, well, are you going to change 12 years later? Are you going to change the equipment, change the workout? Unless the human cells change, yeah. I'm not going to change anything. <laughs> it still works. <laughs> I, I didn't create this out of a fan. I created out of my studies of exercise physiology of how the human cells respond to 
fitness, how if you get the mitochondria, which is the structure you cannot even see in a microscope that's in our muscle cells or our engines, if you can get them revving over 84%, they're burning that carbohydrate, fat, and, and proteins at an unbelievable level. They're revving up your engine. You know, this is all based on science. And the best way to do that is with the equipment we have in that room. Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out like it's so easily stored and for all my fellow strong women out there there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial and the entire system only weighs 10 pounds I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys a hundred dollars off your purchase so I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. What do you think the key success has been for Orange Theory? I think that we've made putting fitness in your life really easy. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. when you're in there and you're pushing, you're a little uncomfortable. You're not feeling that it's easy. I'm not saying the workout per se is easy, although you only work out to your exertion level. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying you just have to walk in. You don't have to think about the workout. We design the workouts. We test them for heart rate response. We make sure all the muscles are recruited and worked in a functional, usable way. We're putting mm. power in your body with rowing, which is wattage, to keep those cells, those mitochondria as youthful as possible. So I think it's that you know, typically a person would walk into a gym and they don't know, what do you do? The yeah. women go to the cardio equipment, the men go to the weight equipment and everyone's in the gym, like doing their thing. And, and a lot of times it's not real efficient. Yeah. So yeah. I think we've made a one hour workout incredibly easy to fit really good fitness in your life. I love that. I have a lot of clients that do orange theory and I've worked it into their program too, because they love it so much. They love the community. I think community is a big aspect of it as well. You know, Absolutely. people are going in and they're working out with each other and they're pushing each other. And that is, that is huge. And I feel like a lot of women love that, you know, they love to be together, working out, sweating together and, and connecting, you know, it's a, it's, it's a time to connect with each other. You know, more than ever. Mm -hmm. More than ever. I think, you know, coming back out of COVID, that's what we yep. heard over and over. Of, wow, we really appreciate, you know, because, you know, we're a small footprint. A 3,000 mm -hmm. square foot studio isn't a 20,000 square foot gym, which yep. is hard to keep a nice little quaint kind of feel to it. So I always say we're kind of the cheers of fitness in our environment. I love that. What are some of your hopes for the future of Orange Theory? You know, I can listen when I got into fitness, you know, my whole desire was to 
put great fitness into people's body to make mm. them live in a more energetic way, maybe add a few years on at the end. I mean, that's why I got into what I do. So to have this huge platform now of Orange Theory to, you know, be going over, I mean, I think we're almost 900,000 members where wow. we did hit a million members pre-COVID. So we are mm. building nicely back up to, you know, our 1 million plus is to allow more human beings to put great movement, physical activity in their body, because you have to have fitness in your body. Mm-hmm. You will not age well in a sedentary body. The end. I wish I could tell you it was the case and you could relax on that couch, but I'm going to tell you right now, you can't. Now, do you have to go like a maniac and do things that are too hard for you? Absolutely not. You go only to your level. And that's what I love about, you know, what we do as well. We call them green days. And that's where you might be want to come in and you're not looking to get in the orange, which is when mm. you're trying to get the heart rate anaerobic. Yep. You're just taking a green day today. Ellen, I'm just coming in for a green day. You do nice level of aerobics in your cardio portion. You get your rowing, your, you know, wattage work in there, your power work, you get your usable strength on the floor, your functional strength on the floor, and you Keep this in your body. It's going to keep your brain and your body very youthful. Love that. Did you guys transition at all or pivot during the pandemic? Like, did you offer online options? We did. We had online, we had outdoor classes. We absolutely moved quickly into that and had people who, you know, even to this day, I think some, there's a a population of people that still do some of our online when they can't get into the, into the studio, but we truly are a studio environment, Mm -hmm. kind of a little Mm -hmm. what you were talking about of that social, that connecting, you know, People really love that. You know, they love that they've gotten to know each other. We've had marriages. We've had uh, you know, best friends. We've had all, we had a woman give another woman in her class a kidney. It was, oh, oh my goodness. She was a match. I know. Wow. Like, but that's, that, mean, that's community. Those are the types of things that happen. Community at its best. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. What what is next for you, Ellen? Is there anything that you're looking to accomplish next? Like just you as 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 a brand? Well, I am doing a lot of keynote speaking right now. I do motivational awesome. speaking. Um, I'm asked to come to a lot of fitness-based conventions, uh, women-based conventions. I mean, all kinds. I've had a lot of men as well, uh, groups, very interesting, you know, uh, different kinds of, of groups that because because my message is really about getting through adversity, which I did when I was let go from that job, how to rise from it, what you have to do mentally with it, what you have to do physically with it. And then, you know, who knows what can happen at the end if you really feel uh, that you've got potential and you believe in your potential, if you really believe that you deserve to live the best life you can while you're on mm-hmm. this planet. Mm-hmm. And um you know, so that's kind of my messaging. So I've been getting actually a lot of keynotes. I was, uh, uh, since January, I've done about four or five. So that's definitely wow. keeping me busy besides uh, like Orange Theory. Yeah. And in person now, back to in person. Oh, yeah. 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 I was at, uh, I was at Caesars Palace in uh, Las Thanks. Vegas the oh, first awesome. week in January and uh, everyone was in their masks and they were piled in there. So now <laughs> we don't need masks anymore, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. What are some, what is some of your advice maybe for somebody that has an idea and wants to start something, but is 
nervous and scared. And of course, all those feelings, and it's maybe preventing them from taking that first step. What would you give that person? Well, I think it gets back to that advice that you become fearful because you're thinking of the big prize Mm. at the end. Mm -hmm. If you just take those little wins step by step. See, I did that because I wasn't planning to create a franchise. I was just looking to, you know, make my small little studio more successful. So those little wins were something that I paid particular attention to. And then what ended up happening is I ended up cultivating this really, you know, great dynamic workout, which how, you know, the Orange Theory relationship uh, came about was that the wife of one of my partners came into my studio and felt that, you know, she said to me, this is insane. People are bribing the front desk to get off the wait list. People are getting great results from this workout. My husband's into franchising. You need to talk to him. One of these needs to be on every corner. So it's just, you know, how interesting things might just fall into your lap because you built it up. So you're not, in essence, going out there searching for, you know, buy this pen from me, please, please buy this pen from me. You're just sitting every day and making the best pen possible because that's, you know, where you're coming from, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Like, so starting, starting small and really perfecting your craft and not really worrying about what others think or what you should be doing. Time, no. Yes. I partnered with my partners. I was 54 years old. Wow. I mean, most people are thinking about retirement at that age. Yeah. Yeah. This is 12 years later now. It's like, wow. (laughs) I love that because my husband and I just had a conversation the other day. Um, He's going to be 50 this year. I'm a little bit younger, but we're just talking about like, we, we, we sit and we have friends and conversations and our friends are actually talking about like, they can't wait to retire. And we're like looking at each other, like, I don't think we're going to retire because we just absolutely love what we do. Right. And is that your mindset too? Because oh, you look totally. like you, you are not stopping anytime soon. <laughs> no, no. They, look at you want to, in these later decades, be doing something that's definitely fulfilling and yeah. is part of your purpose, your contribution to the world. Luckily I've been doing that for many, many decades. Cause I chose a field that is definitely, I was aligned for, um, but you definitely want to be doing that in the later years. And that's why, you know, when sometimes people, uh, it was funny because I was hearing someone telling someone advice, they had retired and they said, but I want to do something. And they told them, what would you absolutely love to do? Mm. And that's what I want you to go. And the the woman was going to go start taking like some art classes because she always loved art, but you know, that wasn't what she could do in a career. And now she's like, I'm 65 years old and I'm doing, I'm making some art projects that I'm thinking of selling. You know, she came back and, you know, so it's like, absolutely got to keep it moving. (laughs) Yeah. Like align yourself with the happiness, like what, what makes you happy. Right. And, and, and I think that you discovered that at a a younger age, I'm thankful that I did too, because I never feel like I'm working. I get to talk to amazing people like you, like this is my job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I always love to ask my guests this at the end, what does the word strong mean to you? Mm. 
you know, strong, especially being in the fitness world, it really doesn't have anything to do with the body to me. And that may just be because, you know, we're just around that connotation forever in regard to, you know, strength. It really is, as a woman right now of 65 years of age, of looking through the decades that, you know, I've gone through um, in my life personally, professionally, and going, you know what, you did well. we're on that roller coaster and sometimes it went really fast and sometimes it was really high and sometimes really low. And the strength was the ability to hang on. Mm. And that is a mental strength. It is a physical strength as well. And it's definitely an emotional strength. So I think that making sure, I think where people maybe go off. And you see this a lot in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. where they only pay attention to the physical strength. And then maybe something happens in life mentally or emotionally. And it's like disaster, disaster. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, those other areas weren't built as strong. Mm -hmm. So I would, so strong means to me that building the mental and emotional along with the physical. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I've had to do that sometimes by force because of letting go from a job, being single parent, so on and so forth. So figure it out, Ellen, get get yourself together, you know, build some strength in there. And, you know, that's what strength is to me. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Like, as you said, you don't realize it when you're in it, but after you realize you had to go through that to get to this other side, right? Your, your struggles became your strengths. What do you want our listeners to know about Orange Theory or how they can include Orange Theory in their lives? Let us know. Yeah, I think that, you know, I wish if I could get in every human being's ear out there, I would say, as a physiologist, what goes on in that hour cellularly is profound. What it will do to create kind of a barrier against things that will hit us through the decades, through aging, diseases, uh, you know, uh, stresses, all kinds of things that hit this thing we called our shell, our body, that workout and coming out of it, just working at the best you can, I'm not asking you to go, you know, harder than you need to, but to go in there, to attach yourself to your body with your mind and your soul, And I would love everyone to know it is for all levels. Hmm. We have a 95-year-old member in Colorado. That's incredible. Now, this little woman comes in with her hair curled, fabulous, fabulous looking, gets on that treadmill and basically, you know, sent a message to me that, you know, I love the treadmill. I said, what do you love about it? I love that I can do it, Alan. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I just like I can get on and off it. (laughs) I love you. And- she just does what she because the members just, and this is their little grandma and she gets on the floor and she can't do all the moves like they're done. And she'll just do her own form of the move as long as she's moving the joints and keeping them oiled. Wow. And so, and the members love it. The franchisee embraces it, the community. So my message is it's for everyone, guys. Don't be fearful. Go give it a shot. Tell them you talked to Ellen. Ellen sent you. And said that you're going to be taken care of and go out there and find a very easy way to put great fitness in your life. 
I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, and if somebody wants to maybe join a orange theory now, or they want to connect with, with your orange theory, what is the best way to go about it? Like what's the step-by-step should they look it up online? Yeah, that would be the best. Look at the city that, you know, they're looking for orange. There's many in many cities. So, you know, we're in 50 plus states. Wow. So I would say, um, go and, you know, check online, give a call. Your first class is complimentary. So you go and say, you know, I'd like to come and try a class. There's all kinds of times from five in the morning to like seven at night, uh, afternoon classes, go in and give it a shot and don't go in to like, you know, and be fearful of what you see in the, in the window. Mm -hmm. You remember those women on the other side of the glass? know that I, I noticed them. Okay. (laughs) When I created this workout. So don't be fearful when you look through the glass and you see someone running like a banshee person and you're like, Oh my God, what am I going to do with that? And you go in, you do a power walking day. You listen to the coach, you exit an hour later going, wow, I can do this. I love that. Thank you so much for chatting with me today, Ellen. I think I'm, I'm your new biggest fan, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Yeah. I'm in absolute awe that you have like what you've done. And, And I also think it's so remarkable how your vision and leadership and involvement remains a top priority for you. And, and like, as a business owner myself, I want to emulate that. So thank you for sharing with me today. Well, and I know thank you for having me. This was like just a pleasure. You're lovely. I can tell just from conversing with you, you're going to do gigantic things in life. <laughs> thank you so much, Ellen. Take care. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our strong fitness magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my strong girl three discount code to save guys. I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld pay, take care and stay strong.